If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Good Monday morning to everyone in the sports universe. It is October 18, 2021. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvelis. What's going on, Aaron? Yeah, not a whole lot. We had a good weekend in sports, as we usually do. A lot of uh, intense baseball. I don't think a lot of people are watching baseball out there um, because football is obviously always the king. But you're missing out on some good games, so we'll say that. You're also missing on some good hockey. Um, listen, listen to you. I don't see how the Kraken being one, one and one. I'm like, I didn't know we tied. I thought we lost that game. Apparently, counts as a tie. So I'm, I didn't. That's new to me. It's not a tie. Uh, it's one win, one loss, one overtime loss. You get a point oh. for losing it. You get a, you get a point for losing in overtime. We have three points, and I'm, I'm happy, okay? We blew a lead, but Columbus Blue Dresses did win, and I'll be all right. And that's not even my worst of the weekend. But, Aaron, let's start off with your worst of the weekend as we start off our best and worst of this sports weekend. Uh, so my worst week, worst of the weekend and my best of the weekend actually have a UCF uh, tie here. So I'll start with the worst of the weekend, and that is the state of the program down in Orlando going up to Cincinnati and what at the beginning of the year should have been an anticipated matchup. Probably should have been a ranked matchup. I understand, you know, UCF fans, we got no quarterback. We got no defensive line. We've got no defense. But to go out there and just get annihilated by Cincinnati, which is kind of a bittersweet thing. You want Cincinnati to get into the playoff based on all the steps that Boise, TCU, and UCF have given them. But you don't want to get dumped. You know, you don't want to get dunked on like that. 56 or 58 to 21, it was just a... There's some dark days in Orlando for the rest of this year, and um, that was my worst of the weekend. UCF basically getting annihilated by the uh, Bearcats. Desmond Ritter, I looked at his stat line. I was like, he had a really pathetic stat line, which is probably why he was not in Robert Griffin III's top five Heisman running, apparently, which I think is criminal, but yeah. Well, the, the thing was is – uh, they had a lot of short fields, so it's hard to throw for 400 yards when you're only working on half the field. You threw for like 90, though. <laughs> they ran the ball very well. There you go. I, I got my Heisman 12 to 1, and it's not going to look great after that kind of game. Yeah, Especially after Bryce Young, but we'll get to that. There's still a lot going on, but you're right. Yeah, he's definitely a long shot even before that game, so uh, don't, don't rip up the ticket just yet. Whoa. My worst of the weekend is Tennessee fans seeing some bad calls in the old Miss game and then throwing stuff at, at, at their bench, which doesn't make any sense. It's also probably the worst thing a fan – I mean, I've seen like fans get mauled. I've seen fans actually die from stuff like a Giants-Dodgers games. I've never seen just, like, a group of fans just pelt a sideline. And it's like – it's one. I don't know if you're the NCAA how you've disciplined this, but I would seriously look at the video footage and like really try to press charges on quite a bit of people. It just comes to a point where sports just you, you 
like life and sports are similar in this aspect because like what the what are they doing? I don't care how drunk you think you are, I don't care how angry you are an official. What the heck is that? That that really angered me when I saw what was going on with that with that game. I don't know if you saw that. Uh I saw I didn't see the game live, but I mean it's it happens a lot. I mean, you see it in New York, they're throwing bottles and and dumping beer on a, on an opposing player. It's it's fans are stupid. I mean, I've seen like uh, the occasional what bottle and this and that, but to pelt an entire sideline of opposing players is to me going a little bit too far. I mean, it's it, like I said, it's no different than anything. Like fans are are dumb. I like a couple weeks ago or almost a month ago now. I we went to L.A. for a game and we saw. Well, one and a half fights. We saw a full blown fight, <laughs> one and, a half. and then we saw the people literally right behind us almost get into a fight. I mean, they were pushing and shoving. Stupid. And never actually threw. It's just fans are stupid. Like actually, I was telling my wife that day at the game, like she was throwing little jabs at people, and I'm like, shut, <laughs> shut, shut your mouth. Is shut she really? <laughs> nothing too, nothing too out of line. But it's like, dude, we're in, we're in foreign territory. Like we may not get out alive. These people are stupid. They have half a brain mm-hmm. and they don't even use half of that. So like, and then you add alcohol to it. Like p- people are stupid college football. Like, you know, it's just dumb stuff. It, it, it I don't know. I, I think everybody ended up, nobody was hurt by that. And to, they're not going to go look and try to find individual people. If somebody had, had, had gotten seriously injured. Yes, maybe, but they're pro- probably the NCAA would rather, rather sweep this under the rug than anything. Disclaimer, I went to a Savannah State basketball game one time and people were telling me to quiet down because I, I just get stupid trash talking. It's all fun, but like I have a feeling I, I would be the one like your wife to just rile people up for no reason. I just well, want to throw hands, which is it's, it's just not necessary. Like I said, well, the problem is you may not want to throw hands, but you don't get to decide that if somebody comes after right. you. Well, oh well. That's our worst, which is why we put that first, but we saved the best for last. Aaron, what was your best of the weekend? My best of the weekend, actually, like I said, I told you it had uh, a UCF connotation to it. Happened uh, Sunday morning early. You might have been asleep, especially if you're on the West Coast, but the Jacksonville Jaguars Lord. get into the win column on the foot of former UCF kicker Matthew Wright. I don't know if you saw this game at all. I saw the, the ending, the play call late, and that was insane. The game tying field goal. Took a hard right. I mean, the, 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 even even they showed the angle from the kicker, and Matt Wright just put his head down, and then the ball just like took this, you know, guardian like angel like. I did not see that one. Yeah, you have if you get a chance to check out the game tying field goal. It was pretty incredible. And then you know, like I said, after you get one of those, you can't miss the, you know, the can of corn forty something yard field goal after that. So the Jaguars get in the win column. Built by UCF, the kicker Matt Wright gets it in there, and uh, Urban Meyer gets his first win. Thanks to the Knights. It's like I said, you know, the Knights are in dark days in Orlando, but they're still producing in the NFL. Well, <laughs> I did not know he was from UCF, so that makes sense. I, Jacksonville signed him, and good, good for him, though. Good for him. Yep. My best is the WNBA Finals concluded in crazy fashion, and a lot of you are already clicking off saying, well, WNBA, okay, well, here's the thing. Chicago is a really good basketball town. Candace Parker, who might be one of the top players of all time in WNBA for what it's worth. Went to Chicago this year. The team battled injuries all year. And they're down nine entering the fourth quarter of this game. 
They go on a crazy run and like win by five, win the championship. When I saw the videos, because I didn't watch it live, when I saw the videos, I it, it warmed my heart because those fans were going bonkers. The entire stadium or the entire arena was full. Like they could not believe it. They couldn't help but appreciate it. It could. This was the best WNBA season I've ever seen. And I've watched like a good like four or five of them recently. This was by far the best, especially in, t- in terms of fan reaction. Candace Parker gets it done. It's her second title, I believe. Her first was, was with the Sparks. But good for her to beat the Mercury, who are banged up anyways. Crazy game. This could have gone to a game five. And Chicago Sky just won to win at home. Crazy. But shout out to those fans for going crazy. And before we get to a touchy topic here, I want to inform the people of something amazing. There's so many of us running small podcasts, running podcasts or a small business, no offense to your podcast. And honestly, it's hard spreading the word. You want friends and family to check it out, but Aaron, will they? No, most likely not. But it's time to grow your brand with Popple. No more begging for views on a website. No more, hey, check this out when you get a chance. Popple is an easy-to-use, high-tech digital business card. Get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off and supporting us. Set up your links and share. People you share with don't even need Popple. Again, when you buy your Popple in keychain, credit card, or even pop socket form, enter that code AMDRIVE in all caps. And I don't know why I have... There should not be a space on that graphic. I just realized that. (laughs) It's AM Drive, all one word, all caps, for 20% off. And go to MikeAndDrive.com for easy access or Popple.co. Okay, Aaron, let's talk about the shots. Cam Newton suddenly has a change of plans and suddenly wants to come back to the NFL. I call this one (laughs) Cam Crumbles, okay? I don't care what people, you know, you, you know, you can have your own vaccine thing going on here, but your own mindset of what you think you should and should have. I know you've been vocal that you are vaccinated. I'm not, but that's not the point here. The point is that Cam Newton didn't want to get vaccinated. Now all of a sudden, oh, I, I might want to now that I want my job back. What the, what, what is this? This drama cam at it again. Wants all the attention. Well, first of all, we have to ask the, the serious question is, are teams strictly holding out from signing him only because of his vaccination status? I can't You got to wonder, because if he did this, you might, you might be on to something. Well, here's the situation. I mean, no disrespect. I mean, we saw what happened with the Sunday night football game that we'll get to, and we've seen a, a couple of other situations where – you know, the quarterback play has been less than stellar, uh, in, like in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And I don't see anyone picking up the phone to call Cam Newton. So yeah. he's, he's, he's claimed that he's been getting offers for team from teams. But if you want it depends. The question is, how bad do you really want to play? We, we saw the situation with Colin Kaepernick. I really want to play in the NFL. I'm being blackballed by the NFL. And then tryouts happened, and an actual contract was offered by the uh, by the Ravens, I believe, also the Broncos as well. And it turned out he really just wanted to bitch moan and complain and be a martyr rather than actually set foot on the football field and try to prove that he was or was not good because that was the 
great divide in the debate. And I think one of his buddies that was at his own little combine actually did get signed. Yeah, well, good for him. I mean, hey, somebody's got to work out of that. Um, is the, I mean, Cam Newton's 32 years old, which I know in quarterback years isn't incredibly old, but he's mostly a running quarterback, which – And he in, is mm. – And in quarterback years, that is old. He's <laughs> battered. For a running quarterback. I just don't think – Anybody, I don't I don't know what this right situation has to be. Do you think you're gonna get $20 million? Absolutely not. So please enlighten me what these offers are that you're receiving that you are clearly reluctant to sign. I mean, where where would it be out there? Try to take a look. I, I thought of Seattle when Russell Wilson went down and Detroit. Where else? I mean, Houston, where else are there are there areas of the need? problem with Houston is the Davis Mills thing now? Like he's they're trying to see what they have with him. Like, why would you sign? Why would you waste money? <laughs> I, I love how you've come come full circle to that especially when Tyrod Taylor comes back but like yeah Tyrod Taylor too but like you know why waste money on cam when you have you want to see what Davis Mills can do albeit not much still want to see you drafted him why waste money Dolphins too just put up 300 yards I mean that came out of nowhere but at least you know what happened so that's another week he won't be signed by the Dolphins Right. I mean, yeah, he put up 200 yards in against the Jaguar defense, but like, uh, is there any contender right now, Washington, maybe, you know, reunite with Ron Rivera? Is there any contender right now that could actually say they want to pick up the phone and call Cam Newton? I try to saying, think about it. Reason, I couldn't think of any. The reason that we're not is because he's not vaccinated. Give me a break. That's baloney. Well, it's Cam Newton ball hogging the spotlight. It's what he does. If, if, if vaccinated is code for not good, then yeah, I believe that he, <laughs> he that's the vaccination that the reason that people are staying away from him. Uh, shout out Popple code AM drive for 20% off and um, shout outs to us when you buy it and spread and grow your brand. Um, Aaron, take us to commercial break. We're talking a bunch of college football. Yeah. We're going to actually go on a two minute commercial so that, uh, Uncle Mikey there can get a nap. <laughs> really? Shots fired. Speak yeah. for yourself. But, yeah, we are sponsored by Popple. Once again, 20% off with promo code AMDRIVE, all caps, no spaces. We'll get that graphic fixed. But on the other side, we are going to talk college football because there was some upsets, and we had a 21-point underdog. Oh. Just barely cover. Oh. Stick and stay. It's the AM Drive. College football on the other side. We'll be right back. Twelve Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support Twelve Ounce Sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code one two o z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly. Every shirt maintains its six-way stretch and breathe a Very soft. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. 
It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Stop overpaying and start playing smart. Get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. College at Fanatics.com, the largest assortment of officially licensed fan gear from more than 500 colleges. Every conference, every team. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Welcome back to the AM Drive. I'm Mike. He's Aaron. Aaron, do you want to look a Friday night but feel like a yesterday, a Sunday morning? Uh, yes, I always want to look like a Friday night and feel like a Sunday morning. But sometimes I just can't do that with the regular clothing that I own. Well, good news. Because shirts, like you said, make that seem impossible. But in 2018, a group of inventors and innovators at, butter, at a thing called Buttercloth struck a deal with the talent recognizers at Shark Tank. They've created a six-way stretch mint-based shirt that keeps you cool and repels odors. Nothing tops the comfort and the amazing looks. In 2021, though, Buttercloth struck by far their best deal yet with the AM Drive. Support our show and own this breakthrough line of comfortable shirts. Visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com and tap the Buttercloth logo. Thank us later. Thank us later. All right. Aaron, college football. And any last words on Buttercloth, by the way? I own a couple of their shirts. They are incredibly nice. And um, I know they're a little more expensive than a lot of people are used to paying, but uh, you pay for the quality and um, they last longer. And they iron easier. Actually, they they need less ironing if you're if you know if you're not a dry cleaning kind of guy. So uh, yeah, I think it's worth the extra. I think it's like twenty dollars more than a regular shirt. But do you, um, do you last longer though? Wow. Okay. <laughs> These nights in the morning time are killing me. Okay, college football. It is. Boy, how about the mom? So Iowa. Boy, they, they stormed the field as the favorites after beating what was left of Penn State. I'm just telling you, they're riding high. And then Beck's Boilermakers beat them. And I, they don't just beat them. Quotes, they beat the number two out of Iowa. Ha, 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 ha. Is Ohio State the Big Ten favorite now? And this dude, Petrus, looks, looks like Petrie. From, from the land before time, he threw four picks. Wow, Petri, land before time. Yes. I, think, I thought you were too young for that one. Wow. Ooh. Uh, let's see, Big Ten Conference. Do I think Ohio State? Ohio State's playing incredible, but there's a lot of good teams. As far as the favorite, I think they were still the favorite even when they lost. I mean, they, they control their own destiny. They control their own destiny. I mean, you look at it, uh, I mean, short of the Penn State uh, – Penn State team, the, the defense for Ohio State is incredible. Um, I don't want to gloss over this Iowa Iowa L. I mean, it, it, it was a tough one. <laughs> Guys. I mean, Iowa does this, though. This is what they do every year. It seems like they they jump up and bite somebody who wasn't suspecting them in the, in the butt, and then they go ahead and lose to a Northwestern or you know, <laughs> a, a, a Purdue oh, or baby. things like that. But so you know, here, here's the thing, though. 
Iowa still controls its own destiny in the West. I mean, there is Minnesota. They got to go through Minnesota. I think uh, they got, again, got one against Northwestern. I think they got Wisconsin as well. Yeah. Um, the East is crowded. The East is crowded. Uh, you have you have four top 10 teams from the Big Ten East in Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State. So, no, I mean, Ohio State may be the betting favorite, but are they the clear-cut favorite? Absolutely not. They mm. still got to they still got to go through the two teams that are currently sitting ahead of them in the theoretical standings here in Michigan and Michigan State. And uh, I mean, they're all undefeated in conference, so I mean, theoretically, right. they're all they're all tied. But um, Michigan State barely beat the Hoosier Daddies. And this is gonna this is gonna be a scary thing to me. I'm ready to jump on the wagon again for the Wolverines. Every time oh, I do this, whoa, every time whoa, I do this is it's the, that's the week that the the, the the tires go flat. So uh, here we go, giddy up. How impressed are you with Beck's Boilermakers now being four and two despite? And remember, what then they lose their top running back per back. Like they lost their top running back and they still crushed Iowa. Like they are who we thought they were. Sorry, Iowa fans. I mean, yes and no. I mean, they're in the top 25 because they beat Iowa. But, they, dude, through are they six. Are top 25 now? I think, yeah, they're oh actually number God. 25. Holy. That's just a little, here. here's a little gold star for you guys for doing that. See you, see you next week. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's just not something I'm like, like I said, I'm not jumping on that bandwagon just yet. No. But uh, they, they definitely have trouble. They have I know that it looks different after the Iowa game, but they have tr- they have trouble scoring the ball, scoring you know scoring points. So it'll be a tough. But like I said, they're going to have a leg up with uh, with the win over Iowa. The, the West might come down to those two teams. You know, if, if at the end of the year there's only one loss between those two, then produce your West uh, your Western uh, Division champion in the Big Ten. And this hashtag will take off. So there you go. There you go. Um, Aaron, you back on the bandwagon. I know you don't like to bet Nick Saban, but you should have this week. Um, they destroyed the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Um, the quarterback I praised, I believe his name is Will Rogers, threw three picks and no touchdowns. Bryce Young slapped my Desmond Ritter 12 to one Heisman favorites in the face with 348 yards and four passing touchdowns of his own. I mean, it's like my buddy Ian who made the poll. I mentioned it last last week or so. I said, listen. Well, he made a poll that said, you know, if Alabama loses it to AM, which they did, does it really matter? <laughs> does it really matter right now? They just turn around and do this to Mississippi State, and all is good in the land of the Crimson Tide. Well, he's absolutely right. And that's the thing with the SEC West is it, it doesn't really matter because, like you said, you're going to play LSU, they're going to play so frustrating. Uh, Arkansas, and they're going to play Auburn still left on the schedule. And as long as they so don't lose. Such juggernauts, by the way. Well, I mean, Auburn's ranked 19th. You know, they, LSU just beat Florida for what that's worth. And Arkansas, at one point in time, was a Cinderella dandy. So um, things have changed in the last, like, two or three weeks. But uh, he's right. I mean, and we said this on the show. Like, you know, Alabama is one of the rare teams, and maybe Ohio State as well. You're allowed to lose a game. You still control your own destiny. Because everybody who you beat, especially in your division – is usually regarded highly or and or ranked highly. And not only that, your entire conference is ranked so highly. I mean, they have six teams in the top 25 right now. Who? 
two teams that were in it last week, actually three teams were that were in it last week. So they had up to nine teams in the top 25 before last week. Um, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is get to that championship game. And for, for Alabama this year, you have to win it. I, I say the same thing here with Georgia and we can get into the, you know, again, I don't want to gloss over Alabama, but I, I mean, I told you last week, it's either bet on Nick Saban or don't bet that game at all. And then you bet on Nick Saban. So good for you. You won. But uh, Didn't transition, really, okay. transitioning into Georgia here, because another SEC team, they beat Kentucky. I understand, you know, the backdoor cover kind of got there. That was a tough one. I, <laughs> a couple guys at my job were sweating the minus 21 and a half. Force, they, they called timeout in a game. They were down 23 points to score that backdoor cover. Puke. Um, <laughs> Who's paying you guys? Georgia's the only team this year that they, they'll they go to their conference championship, especially if they're undefeated. And uh, if they lose it, I think they're still in the playoff. You know, let's transition over to that game. Um, are, are you surprised that Kentucky didn't put up a fight? I, I'm, I'm, I called it like, I mean, I, I figured I knew this game wasn't going to be close, but are you surprised that Georgia's like, like manhandling and pimping these teams out to other, like, they're like saying, okay, you know, we're going to pimp you out to this next opponent and have fun with them, but we're going to butcher you first. No, that is not a good line. I'm not surprised. I've been saying it since week one. You're the one who you're the one who was questioning Georgia. I said it from Clemson. I said I understand they only scored ten points, but that defense is phenomenal. Now, obviously, the Clemson win looks a little different. <laughs> you know, they barely beat Syracuse. <laughs> I understand that, but the fact of the matter is, is this Georgia team is complete top to bottom. And like I said, you, you know, you were sweating them against Florida. I'm not sweating them against Florida. Not anymore. Not sweating them against Kentucky. Not sweating them against Tennessee. I mean, they're on a they're on a crash course to face more than likely Alabama and uh, giddy yeah, up. I mean, look look at the rest of their schedule: Florida, Missouri, Tennessee, Charleston Southern, and Georgia Tech. I'm putting them in in pen to that to that SEC championship. And I feel they, sorry for Georgia's for um Georgia's um more for Charleston right now. Charleston Southern. Okay, that might be uh, fifty six to nothing. But I'm gonna put them in. Pen. You know what? I'm gonna put them in pen. In the college football playoff right now. Well, I mean, duh. Even if they lose to Alabama, like they're they're getting in too. Like, can you imagine if they the, get boat raced by Alabama, they might not get in. They're not gonna get boat raced. I mean, that's not gonna happen. Like this kid Stetson Bennett was not this good last year. By the way, he threw um for three touchdowns and 250 more yards. He's the backup, dude. I still I still would put him in over J, over JT Daniels. I'm sorry. I don't trust JT Daniels. He's always hurt. And something about I just don't like that. I don't like the whole narrative around him right now. This Stetson Bennett can almost beat Alabama last year. He might, he might kill them this year. Mm, they, they might. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm gonna, I'm mm. gonna put them in pen to the college football playoff. Right. Permanent now. marker though. Pen and permanent marker are the same thing. Whoa. You can't erase pen. Fair enough. Fair, well, some some pens, but they, they suck. Anyways. I think I think this, this defensive lineman it was like third on um, RG 3s Heisman list. By the way, interesting. Why are we listening to RG three? He put out this this well this talked about thing. Come on, screw RG three. Guy's a bum. Well, I, I told people that before the draft, and Mike said it first, anyways. Um, Boomer sooner and about time too. This kid Caleb Williams. This reminds me of a Justin Fields effect. Um. 
I don't know if I end up typing that in. Yeah, I think it is. Is this a Justin Fields effect, like the inspired team? Like, I know Spencer Rattler was not doing great, but all of a sudden Oklahoma's got a team and they're still undefeated, which I still feel like in my head I've got them down as a loss, but they're 7-0. They're, they're not. And now they're blowing by TCU, which was supposed to happen, but who knows if it would happen with Spencer Rattler. Well, the crazy thing is, is you look at all these games that um, Oklahoma played teams close, like Tulane. Tulane is garbage. They are they are absolute garbage, and they they almost beat. I mean, they almost beat Oklahoma in their own building. Like they right. have gotten they have gotten destroyed by every other team they faced except for Morgan State. So you're right. It might be. A, I don't know if it's a Justin Fields effect necessarily. I just. I think that the defense needed somebody on offense who could control the ball. Spencer Rattler was a little less fair with the ball. And, you know, like we said, we've had two games in a row here with Texas and TCU where Caleb Williams has come in and kind of energized. It's the backup quarterback, you know, thing. And I have to see it against Baylor. I have to see it against ISU and I have to see it against Oklahoma State. Which is how Oklahoma is going to feel. It's 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 cute. It's pretty when you play Texas, who can't play defense. When you play <laughs> when you play TCU, who can't play defense, and they're going to play Kansas next week, and they're going to make Caleb Caleb Williams. If he has another game against Kansas, he might even be in the Heisman discussion unnecessarily. By the way, I don't dislike Caleb Williams, he but this would is have what some magical numbers. What if he goes five hundred and six touchdowns against Kansas? They're going to start talking. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But that's not that. That shouldn't happen. Let well, me I mean, see. the quarterback me play see. has not been fantastic. Let me see Oklahoma the last three weeks of the season. Baylor, ISU, and Oklahoma State. I want to see Bedlam. Bedlam's going to be a fun game this year. They're going to kill Oklahoma State. Oof, I don't think so. Oh, huh? Doesn't Oklahoma State have a defense now? They also they have a defense. They're ranked eighth in the nation, and they have a pretty good running attack, too. Ew. A Husky-sized win. Aaron, I just want to touch on this game quickly here. UConn Huskies and their 11-game losing streak dating back to God knows whenever that was. I guess last year, the year I don't know when it was. They beat um, okay. <laughs> they beat the Yale Bulldogs 21 to 15. That's just, that's like flexing on beating your grandma in a heart in a in a heartbeat race. I mean, it's it's, it's not good, but they gotta win, and it's about time because they've had like three close calls and they finally. Beat again. The team focused more on their education than they are their own sports, but that's okay. They won a game. I'm proud of them. Huskies win, and that's enough of me for the rest of the season on them. <laughs> okay, Aaron, have an update. Matt Orgeron. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. I'm Ed Orgeron, and I would like to let people know that uh, we, we we just beat the Gators. Go Tigers! And um. That being said, I'm quitting after this year. All right, that's enough. I, I don't see the story of what happened here. All I know is LSU beats Florida. And next thing I know, I'm seeing notifications that oh, he's he's gone after the out of the LSU coaching job this year, which I said was going to happen. That it was never his recruits who won that championship. LSU fans don't care. Go Tigers, whatever. But what happened? Why is he gone now? I think that's exactly what it is. I think you nailed it right on the head. I mean, he the the guys that were brought in were not Ed Orgeron's guys, yeah. and they're nine and eight since the uh, since the, uh, the the national championship. Now I understand the COVID year was 
was tough on everybody. But, uh, you know, you look at also the situation where you have Joe Brady, who was the offensive coordinator with Joe Burrow. He's now in Carolina. You have defensive coordinator. I forget his name. It's got a weird name, like Aron, uh, whatever, whoever the Baylor head coach is. But basically, he, he left to take the job, the head coaching job at Baylor. So really, I mean, Ed Orgeron really hasn't produced anywhere he's gone. And it's hard to say that by, by, by we just said the fact that he's a national champion two years ago. But it's almost like the argument when John Gruden took over Tony Dungy's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's still to this day, 20, almost 20 years ago. Now, I know that's really stupid. <laughs> the John Gruden stuff has resurfaced now, and I understand that taking that and setting it aside, ah! 20 years ago, we still talk about 20 years now to you know, almost to the day, 18 years or whatever it is, we still talk about that it's Tony Dungy's team, Tony Dungy's team. Now, I understand that. That's fine. You can use that, but there's still got to be a man at the helm to win the championship. And John Gruden did it, and Ed Orgeron did it. And, you know, sometimes that you just have those moments where you're at the pinnacle and you're just, you're exposed the rest of the time. John Gruden, you know, other than that Super Bowl year, wasn't a very good coach overall, especially in Tampa. So that's where the the strength of the Tony Dungy argument comes in, and that's where the Ed Orgeron argument comes in. He blew it at USC. And he ah. was very average at LSU during his time, and he just happens mm. to have a national championship in there. So That's right, with an asterisk. Well, I don't know why there would be an asterisk there, but okay. <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, <laughs> you just, you just, you just stopped talking. Like I didn't know what was going on. So, fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, let's take this to commercial. I think I've had my fill of college football for the uh, for the Monday morning here. I'm ready to talk some NFL. You know what? In two minutes, we're going to do that. Presented by Buttercloth. It's the AM Drive. Visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Follow us on our socials at AM Drive TV on all those logos that are listed up there. And uh, we will be right back talking NFL. It's Mike and Aaron. See you then. Twelve Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support Twelve Ounce Sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly. Every shirt maintains its six-way stretch and breathe the Very soft. Yeah. 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 Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Stop overpaying and start playing smart. Get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. College at fanatics.com, the largest assortment of officially licensed fan gear from more than 500 colleges. 
every conference, every team. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Welcome back to another Monday edition of the AM Drive on 12 Ounce Sports. We are presented by Fanatics, every team from every league with daily deals. If you are a fan of sports, you are a fanatic, so you need to support your team and us by going to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, clicking the F, and again, thanking us later. Support us by supporting your team. It's that easy here on MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the F. Okay, Jacksonville Vale Bridge is folding down. You know what's crazy? So I know what that you think. Voice. A, huh? That voice. Yes. Jaguars did win by the skin of their teeth against the Miami Dolphins. What's crazy to me is the more and more I think about how much times the NFL exiles Jacksonville to the stadium and the fans go crazy for them, who ends up suing when, they, when they're finally – transferred over there is a shot Khan, the owner who obviously has a team in Jacksonville is the city of Jacksonville. If they even care, like, or is it London for saying, why bring us this trash? Like, I'm just confused as to why the NFL is forcing this team over there. They're clearly the fan favorites now, but aside from the win, it's just weird in my opinion. Uh, well, if you look back at the history of this, it's actually not the NFL forcing Jacksonville. Jacksonville's owner, Shad Khan, has experimented with this because he owns a football club over the, across the pond as well. I actually don't hate the idea of it. Jacksonville, the city, does not deserve a football team anymore. You know, I'm sorry. You're just not a football mm-hmm. town anymore. So that being said, um, I, I, I'm fine with it. I mean, I don't particularly want a team in London, but I'd rather – I think a team – I think at least they would capture the the attention and the exposure for better part of a decade. Um, you just look at these these situations where, like, I understand Jacksonville's not. I mean, they had some good teams back in the days. I'm not saying that. I mean, it's very cyclical. I mean, who knows? Trevor Lawrence could become a phenomenal quarterback, and and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Could, I mean, what was it? Three, four years ago, they were in the AFC title game. I mean, pretty much. It's very cyclical. So I, I don't know. I mean, if you're telling me like. I, I I got a I got a country I got a city that will support a, a franchise. I don't love the fact that the NFL would have to go across the pond eight weeks a year, but um, that's that's just my opinion on it. But on the field here, I, I'm super happy for the Jaguars to get their first win. I talked about this in the opening segment. Matty Wright hitting those two huge field goals, and right. uh, I just uh, I don't know. It was just I, I watched a lot of this game because I was awake getting ready for work and stuff like that, but it's just bad football. I mean, I told you, Miami is trash. I don't care about Tua, but I will say this. Tua definitely looked like an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett, which I didn't think was actually real um, for the last month. Yeah, um, I feel like Brian Flores is on the hot seat. After the, like, If he wasn't before, he's definitely on it now. I know that their quarterback situation has not been great, but what are they, they're, um, they're one in five. Or the two and four, which I yeah, they're, no, they're one and five. They are one and five. Mm-hmm. It's not a good look. 
Um, the Jaguars are a team you're supposed to beat if you are the Brian Flores, the tough game, the bull jive. I told people that at the beginning of the season. Dolphins were not that good, and here we are again. I don't care what they have a quarterback. They're not winning games. And great play call by Urban Meyer, by the way. Or who, or maybe it was the guy on Joe Brady at the end. Somebody called Lamisca Chenault for a diving catch with one second left to set up an easier field goal. Incredible. Well, if Joe Brady made that call. That would be incredibly impressive, I can tell you that. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it was only a matter of time. This team seemed like it was improving week to week. It started with the Arizona game. Then in the Cincinnati game, they almost won that game, should have won that game. And they finally get one. Um, so, for me, it's it's kind of a tip of the cap to Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence because they're not used to losing like they have been the first five weeks of the season. Both of them, yeah, you're right. So, uh for me, it's, uh, you know, I mean, like, there's not really much to say on this. It's other right. than, you know, kudos to the Jags and sayonara Brian Flores, maybe. And by the way, Urban Meyer's heart monitor is now back working again. Beep, beep, for now. Maybe he'll um, find himself a nice little piece of London uh, tail. <laughs> nice little pacemaker. <laughs> I give up. Nice little pacemaker. Um, okay. Aaron Rodgers says to every G- Chicago fan, I own you. I own you. Said it once. He said it twice. This I'm gonna laugh when he goes on Pat McAfee's show tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, and and like explains that because there was actually some part of woke Twitter who was saying, "Oh, he's ready to give him a break." He 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 means what he says, and he says what he means, and he and he's got a point. The yeah, the Bears try to make it cute late, but let's be honest, Aaron Rodgers kind of slept walked through this whole game and still had a had a, had a good game. So. Last rushing touchdown tells the fans discount double check this these nuts. Great game, but did he did he really say I own you? He said it twice right in the camera's microphone. That's why he'll never be Brady or Manning. He'll never be him. It's not a can can of worms, but neither of those guys would have would have would have crapped on another team like that. And Manning owned a lot of teams and. Brady owned a lot of teams. Brady owned the uh, Bills. What was he like, thirty-one and two? I wouldn't even think he'd consider saying something like that. So, yeah. Um, I I thought on Justin Fields in this game. Um, quickly, I feel like Justin Fields is showing some flashes. It's still not great flashes sometimes, but he shows that he's the best quarterback Chicago has had in a while. If that's saying anything. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the, uh, I'm on the opinion that he gives the the Bears right now the best chance to win. And and yeah, okay, he own, you know, Aaron Rodgers owns the the Bears. It was a ten point victory, ten point victory <laughs> where the Bears were in this the whole. I don't care. You could say sleepwalking. You could say whatever. Justin Fields kept them competitive, and that's I think what they're asking for right now. Because against inferior opponents, they're going to win games. The Raiders, yep. the Lions, the Bengals. I mean, they they've probably are going to be in for a tough road. The next four are Buccaneers, 49ers, Steelers, and Ravens. But I think there's – I mean, the Steelers game, that's a Monday night football game. This Justin Fields can, hang, can, hang, can keep that team in. Then they get the Lions. They're probably looking at, you know, six or seven wins on the year. But Matt Nagy's going to keep his job because, oh, because, because Justin Fields will progress this year. Which is sad. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm not in the dump on Matt Nagy bandwagon like a lot of people are. He's not a great coach, but he's not a bad coach either. Fair enough. I mean, he's he's attainable for now. That's fair. I mean, what are you going to get in the offseason? 
However, the Chiefs guy decides to leave town, which he's not going to with Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback. So you're going to go from one Chiefs offensive coordinator to the next Chiefs offensive coordinator? This guy seems to be a little bit more focused. I mean, Matt, Matt Nagy just came. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's I, Andy I, I trust Reed, the man. other guy more. Why? It's the, They're actually worse under, under Eric Bieniemy than they were under Matt Nagy. Fair. Well, that's a fair point. That makes no sense. And that's why he hasn't taken the job. He's like, oh, crap, Matt Nagy's screwing up. I might screw it up, too. <laughs> yeah, And you know what? And there's got to be some reasons. I don't want to get down on this tangent, but there's got to be reasons why Eric Bieniemy hasn't already gotten the job. I, I agree. So, so You're right, but I own you for now. That's what cool. I mean. Have fun with that one. You're never going to be Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. Sorry, buddy. Half of that is true. Okay, so um, – Yeah, you're right. He'll never be Tom Brady. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs did rally. Um. It's the football team. I hate saying that. God, I hate saying that. But um, I love it. I love the fact that they're they're like the most unoffensive name I've ever heard. I love the fact that it is. Do you know sixty three percent of people show up to this game of capacity of the stadium? That can't be COVID. I bet that most of that was Chiefs fan too. Yeah, they they travel well. KCU even if the, the Royals fans travel well, I believe. Yeah, possible. God, oh my, this is bad, though. Um, Yeah, some homes threw for 397 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. One was Tyreek Hill bobbling crap, like bobbling his groceries again. The other one, he tr- I don't know what he was doing. Um, He lost the ball in the snap. It was a clear handoff on, like, third and short. Spins around while he's being tackled, throws up a duck for three yards. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, idiot? But, no, Mahomes, this – the reason why I always tell people don't panic yet with this team, and I know they're three and three, I get that, because they literally went, I don't know what it is. It needs to stop. Maybe what Jeff Beck said in their group chat is true. They're all, they started drugs. I don't know what it is. But something is, when this team gets going, you see how good they actually are. But then they just sleep on, like, it's almost like they're, they want people to hate them because they're almost like playing the system. Yeah, we're going to, make the playoffs on the screen of our teeth and then go on some rampage. I, I just don't know, man. Something about this team is off. They're obviously the timing is off somehow, but it's weird. I look at it a different way. I think for almost two years, the Chiefs walked into every stadium thinking that they didn't have to play incredible football and they would beat everybody. And for about a year and, you know, seven-eighths of the year, it worked. They could get down 24-0. They could get down 21-0, and they could turn on a switch, and they were head and shoulders better than every other team in the NFL. Well, that doesn't last forever, but the mentality did. And all of a sudden, they found themselves 2-3, and and they found themselves getting blown out in the Super Bowl. And they were were even down at halftime in this game. Yeah, 13-10. So I think the Chiefs had a wake-up call. And you're right. The Chiefs are, in my opinion, are another dangerous team again. Do I think they're still a top five team? No, not yet. But they're still a, an incredibly talented team that should never be taken lightly. And on the other shoe, they should never take another team lightly again as well. Yeah. Because they their defense is actually what showed up. I actually thought this game um, would stay under because of the fact that I thought the defenses would show up. Well, one of them did. And um, the Washington's offense was just atrocious, which led to the defense being on the field too much in the second half. And eventually Pat Mahomes and company wore him down. And, yeah. uh, you know, I owe you a, a tip of the cap because like you gave me Washington plus 14 and we just couldn't quite get there. 
<laughs> I really thought this game would be closer, and it was up until the last uh, the fourth quarter. And it just Washington's got to figure it out. And I mean, I know we've talked about oh Taylor Heineke and his numbers are flashy. Well, today they weren't. And there's just there's just there's just no playmakers. I mean, yeah, you, you shut down Terry McLaurin. This team's atrocious. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's sad that we're looking at the fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick could have been their best chance to win. And I don't even know if he would have won any games. No, I don't think he would have won that game. But, uh, I mean, the good news for Kansas City is the entire division is, like, right there, just just right there in front of them. I mean, correct me if I'm yeah. wrong, I believe that they are still in last place, but they're one game out behind Los Angeles and Las Vegas. I think they were, they're pissed that the Raiders did win because we're, we're not going to talk about that game, but I, they're probably pissed the Raiders did, did show up. Against the Broncos, because they they probably want the they probably want the Broncos to win that game. Maybe yes, maybe no, but just beat the people in front of you, and then they're fine. Fair, fair point. You know who else showed up again? Daniel Jones. You're welcome, New York media. You're welcome. Oof. And yes, I know what you're saying. He was terrible. That's my point. You're welcome. He showed up again. He was physically present. You are correct. Yeah, that that that's a good point. That's all I gotta say. I. Didn't I say on the previous show, like betting previous show or the, or the Friday show, I said one of those shows I said people are waiting for the five turnover game. Did I not say that? And this is that this would be the game? No Saquon, no Kenny Galladay. Here's Tony gets hurt in the first half. I mean, like, you know what? This is the game. Congratulations, um, Daniel Jones haters. You got your game. Good job. And he's coming off a concussion as well. <laughs> even, even better. I mean, yeah, I – I mean the Ferrari on the other side. You know you, you don't want to talk about the losing locker room too long, but the Ferrari, the Ferrari still rides two fifty one and four touchdowns. I believe McVeigh was pissed at his press conference for no reason. Yeah, that happens. Sometimes you have to find something to be mad about. But yeah, this game was just dead to rights on the jump. I mean Los uh, Los Angeles was just boat racing. I know that after the first quarter it was three nothing, but that was they it. scored twenty in the, in, the, in the second quarter and did nothing else the rest of the game. I mean, they didn't really need to. They knew they That's had it my in control. Point. Everybody was falling apart. Man, um, McVay was pissed that they didn't win by bigger. I don't know. Because they, they could have. Okay, cool. I mean, like I said, you don't, you don't need style points in the NFL. You win by one, you win by 100, still a dub. Fair enough. That's what they tell me anyways. Yeah. Ravens flock, Aaron. And, I mean, wow, Ravens flocked in a big way. Um, both quarterbacks actually were not great. Um, Lamar. Had 200-ish yards total with a touchdown and two picks. Herbert, 200 yards passing. But I think he had 100 yards rushing, too, which is nice. But 18.6 QBR. Well, Justin Herbert did not have 100 yards rushing. I feel like I was reading that. Oh, I was reading the other. I don't know. Something, I could have swore I saw it for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it was, it was a typo on the screen. Whatever it was, Raven just killed him. Just butchered him. And what was supposed to be the game of the day ended up being – a forgettable game. Uh, well, for one side, for, yes. not for you though. I I did bet this game. Yes, I like I I ended up doing that, even though I told you on the NFL preview show, just watch it and enjoy it. Uh, I still bet mm-hmm. Baltimore. Yeah, I listened to a a podcast after we recorded it by uh, Adam Chernoff. Uh, if you guys are familiar with him, he does a podcast called The Simple Handicap, and uh, and uh, he said uh, basically. You combine the the West Coast to East Coast. I know we talked about that. It's still hitting at almost a sixty percent clips in the last five years. The West oh. Coast, Coast fading that 
proposition. On top of the fact that this whole short week narrative that they were giving Baltimore, yeah, they were on a short week. They played Monday night. They had to expend everything they 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 needed to to beat Indianapolis, but they stayed at home. They right. didn't go on the road. They didn't have to come back. They didn't have to travel on Monday and Tuesday morning. They stayed home all week. They rested. They recuperated, and they put the hurt. They put the hurt on these Los Angeles Chargers team. Really, actually exposed them. Um, 187 yards rushing and three touchdowns on the ground. And what did I say? They have the number one offense versus the worst rushing defense. And that was the key to the game. Agreed. Um, yeah, there's um, nothing to say because it, this game could have been a lot better. But like you said, they played to their, play their strengths and the rookie head coach reared its ugly head. I do like the point about staying home. Though. That was a good point. Yeah. Aaron. I mean, yeah. I was, I was saying, yeah. I'm gonna move on, but then no, but uh, what is what, did Lamar lose an MVP case this week? Though, like going two interceptions and not that great of numbers. Um, no, no, I don't think he lost an MVP case. I mean, theoretically, the only person that really um, helped their case, well, help two people that may have helped their case in terms of the NFL MVP is Stafford and and, and Kyler. I know we're gonna talk about Kyler here in a second, but um, I don't think he. F- Fell. He might he might have fallen from number one, but I don't think he fell outside like the top three. And he's going to have plenty of opportunities to you know build that case. Um, he's got Bengals, Vikings, Dolphins, Bears the next four games, so uh, he should be able to run free. And um, I think this, free, free I'm still run. feeling I'm still feeling good about that Super Bowl prediction. And yeah. Le'Veon he, Bell had a touchdown. That's right. He did. Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Freeman, which is funny because I, uh, I'm i still struggling in one of my fantasy leagues to find a replacement for Christian McCaffrey. And I looked at Devontae Freeman. I'm like, this might be the week he does something. And I uh, ended up going with J.D. McKissick, who um, actually J.D. got more points. But Really? Yeah. But early, Devontae got that touchdown, and I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, J.D. McKissick actually had a pretty good game in a PPR league, so it kind of worked out. Did he have reception, a lot of receptions, too? Yeah, he had like eight or nine catches, so that really yeah. kind of boosted it. But, but it was a fun, fun little decision because Christian McCaffrey out for another three weeks. I'm just piecing together running backs. I have James Robinson as my other one, and then I'm just I have a plethora of just garbage. Yep. I always <laughs> tell people if if let's say Tyree Kill, Christian McCaffrey, any fast guy who uses his, his agility to his advantage and his speed, let him get a hamstring injury and tell me how long he sits out. I guarantee you it's at least it's at least three weeks. It's yeah, that's insane. Well, it's funny you mentioned that my, my first two picks were Christian McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. Um and by the way, speaking of um Christian McCaffrey, let's get to that Panthers game. I don't know if you saw this game, Aaron. Like uh, uh, I didn't. It wasn't on at work. Well, it was on at work, but not in a spot I could see the game. So I didn't really watch it at all. This game actually was really like boring. Um the most part, like Sam Donald was like nine of 24 for like the first three and a half quarters because I tuned into the game. Like, what is going on with this guy? And apparently, he like Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore like have the case of the dropsies. Like, he was hitting these dudes in the numbers, and like nothing was being caught. And then they're they're they get a ball at the four-yard line after a great punt by the Vikings down eight points. And it's like, you're thinking, okay, they're, they're not going to do this. Sam Donald, I've, they were fourth down, actually, in 10 from the from their own four. Let a game, 
tying 96-yard touchdown drive with the two-point conversion. I've ne- that was the best Sam Donald drive I've ever seen. And then Kirk Cousins finds this kid like Orlando Johnson, whatever his name is, who had a huge game for the game-winning touchdown. Wow. That game was really boring until it really wasn't. And then Orlando Panthers lost Johnson. anyways. Orlando Johnson. Whatever his name is. KJ Osborne. <laughs> I got the O right. Okay, that's what I thought. Good Lord. Cool. Yeah, fair enough. But cool. I uh yeah, you're right. I mean, it's tough. You look at the situation here with DJ Moore, five for 73, Robbie Anderson, three for eleven. You have eight receptions on 26 targets. That's just yep. not gonna do it. It's tough. It drops yeah, drops matter. Um Patrick Pearson Delta was limped off the hamstring. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna be okay. For the Vikings, by the way. Yeah, it's just a situation. I didn't I, I can't comment on this one too much. It looks like Kirk Cousin had an incredible stat line. And uh, oh, Dalvin Cook, yeah. 140 in a touchdown. So I mean it looks like Minnesota really should have really controlled this game and they blew it late. And uh but we get the cover. Minnesota minus two and a half. So we'll take it. That was one of the ones I got right in the early slate. Like I was not I was like two Four and one. I had a push. Morons. You're only as push. good as your you're only as good as your next bets, buddy. Hey man. Just just don't just don't tell me yet, guys. I'm learning it's my first year doing this stuff like officially and I am I'm, I'm struggling, okay? Those those eleven and three weeks, they you come crashing down to reality real quick, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, next up, how about some bad baker? The male version of flow fumbled four times. Uh, this is a a baffling stat line. I mean, he recovered all four of them by himself. That's just insane to me. What are you talking about? Baker Mayfield fumbled four times, bro. No, he he lost. No, Kyler fumbled four times. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? I read that wrong. I read my own writing wrong. My own typing wrong. Um, Yeah, so Kyler fumbles four times, recovers all four of them by himself. And, and Cardinals go crazy, and now they're six and zero. Another one for the cover book for AC. Um, hey, it feels ACAM. Good. I'm firing on all cylinders this NFL season, so it feels <laughs> good. I'm gonna I'm gonna bask in that for a little while. Right. Yeah, I just uh, you could tell. I mean, Kareem Hunt got hurt in this game. You're already missing Nick Chubb. He did Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's not the guy who can win without a running game. It's just, I mean, look. I like the guy. I think he's a good quarterback, but he, he's not a good enough quarterback to to do this. And it showed. I mean, Arizona walked into their domain and 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 hurt him. Hurt yep. him bad. Yeah, um, Baker actually did he, he had three turnovers. Two of them were fumbles lost. I don't know why I put up the the Baker four fumbles because it was Kyler, like I said, who had the four fumbles, but he had four passing touchdowns. Two to DeAndre Hopkins, I believe, one to AJ Green and one to Christian Kirk. That's off memory, by the way. Booyah. Um, Cardinals defense, I keep telling people, is like scarily. They have a young defense, and it's like looking good. But I don't I mean, know what to make. I still don't know what to make of this team. I, I want to trust them. The back of my mind says trust this team. They're on the rise. But I'm like, it's too soon. It has to be too soon, right? I don't know. I mean, they're 6-0. and They're one kick away from being 5-1. and Theoretically, against the Vikings in Week Two, yeah. but they've walked into to, they've walked into the Titans Stadium, beat the crap out of them, beat the Jaguars, walked into the Rams Stadium, beat them down, walked into the Brown Stadium, beat them down. 
I don't know why you wouldn't be sold. They get the Texans next week. They're going to be seven and zero. They have a tough matchup against the Packers and then at the 49ers. Uh, I think Kyler's Kyler's the new, at least the face of West Coast football right now. I mean, he's he's incredible. Yeah, yeah. He's incredible. I think Kyler is um is up there in MVP. Kyler Lamar in the next game I'm going to talk about are probably the MVP MVP front runners, especially after Justin Herbert crapped his pants this week. Um, maybe even I, Tom Brady, but. I think I suppose, there's five guys. I think there's five guys right now. Do you think Stafford's still up there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, his performance, yeah, I would see that. But, I mean, it's Giant Stevens, but he still put up numbers. Well, Fair I mean, point. you can – yeah, he still put up the numbers. He put up the numbers against Tampa Bay's defense. He's, he's, he's still in there. Am I, am I voting for him? If the season ended today, I'm voting for um, – I'm voting for Dak. Same. Good thing you said that, too, because Cowboys escaped Bill's lair. Um, this game actually started off like I thought the under was gonna cash. I was like, "Oh, let's go, baby!" Me too. And this got crazy quick. So Patriots lead, like literally, are they're throwing the ball with like two and a half minutes left? And you're like, "What are they doing?" Um, Trayvon Diggs, Stefan's brother, strikes again. It's a pick six. Amazing pick six. The very next play, you wonder, oh, that's why they're throwing. Because Matt Jones finds the guy on the double route. I believe it was um, Bourne, I believe his last name is. Kendrick Bourne, yes. Kendrick Bourne um, double moves on Trayvon Diggs. And that was the next play. And then Dak Prescott leads the team down the field um, for a field goal. And then Dak Prescott. Tony Romo, I don't know how nobody on the Patriots saw this. But in the overtime, Tony Romo is calling the same play five times. It's going to happen, man. They're, they see it's right there. CeeDee Lamb over the middle. And um, CBS Romo strikes again. Um, Dak to Lamb. And then DC Lamb tries to high step to the end zone. The guy shoves him out of bounds. This was a great game, though, in the end. But, wow, Cowboys are just literally like that team right now. Yeah, I mean they're they're a tough team to beat. It's funny you mentioned Trevon and uh, Stefan. They have the equal number of touchdowns this year. <laughs> wow! <laughs> but um, as far as as far as this goes, I mean, as long as they stay healthy and even without Gallup and you know Zeke, it's just they just have such an arsenal of offensive weapons here. I just don't see how they're not. I don't know. It's it's tough. I just they're they're a tough team. I don't want to crown them because like I like you said, you still have Tampa, you still have LA, you still have the the Cardinals, but the NFC is just so stacked. Like there are going to be some teams that get ousted in the playoffs in wild card or the, or the divisional round that deserve to be farther than they should. It, we it's shaping up to be a, an incredible NFC playoff picture. And Dallas Cowboys, like I said, as long as they stay healthy. They belong in it, and I'm a believer right now. Let me, bl- let me blindside you real quick here with, with some Mike City first predictions here. 6-0 against the spread, by the way. Which is – yeah, someone's in Mike McCarthy's back pocket too. Um, I, I just love those little against the spread numbers. It's like, who's paying you? <laughs> like, who's paying you to run this up or take this play off? Or, I just love that stuff. Um, So, I think Cowboys are the best team in the NFC. No. Really? No. Hmm. Who do you think? I mean, they, they're just as easily could be undefeated. 
They could. You're absolutely right. I, I and we could be think... talking. I mean, people. I think would put them up top if they were undefeated. Are we saying fully healthy? Fully healthy. Yeah. yeah. I think Tampa and Arizona are better than Dallas. You think Arizona is? Mm-hmm. Fully healthy. Here's the thing that scares me about Arizona. Can I trust their defense all year? And can I trust their running backs? I I love James Conner. I'm learning to know who Chase Edmonds is, but something about that is concerning me. Well, I feel like Tony Pollard and Zeke are a better one-two punch than Chase Evans and cancer survivor James Conner. <laughs> Sorry. Well, look at this. Here's the situation we have. The, Dallas is 5-1. and one. We all know the story about Trevon Diggs. He's their top corner. There, nobody on the other side can cover a lick. At True. some point, you look at the teams they face. The Chargers, Mike Williams went off on the other guy. The Eagles don't really have a receiver past Devonta Smith. The Panthers don't really have a receiver past DJ Moore. And even then, Robbie, Robbie, Anderson, Anderson, yeah. Robbie Anderson went off in that game. The Giants, well, they've got a stable of God knows what. And the <laughs> Patriots. The Patriots don't really have a ton of receivers as well. So Trevon is shutting down these number one guys. You know, Mike Evans. You know, you got uh, Devontae didn't have a good game. Keenan Allen didn't have a good game. DJ Moore didn't have a good game. I, the list goes on and on. But next week, actually in two weeks, I think Dallas goes on by. Um, yeah, Dallas goes on by this upcoming week. Wow. But in two weeks, they face the Vikings. Vikings have three capable receivers. Be careful. Who would you okay. shut down? Like if, if, would Who'd it be Thielen down? or would it be Jefferson? You'd have to shut down Jefferson. Thielen's not usually the ability to take the top off the defense. Thielen is good, though. Oh, he's absolutely good. But I'm saying, as far as the streaking 90-yard touchdown guy that uh, Kendall Bourne this last week, this you know yesterday, it's it's Justin Jefferson. It's not Adam Thielen. Well, you want to see a final um Tom Bossy timeout? You want to see a final break, and then we'll talk some more NFL games and some baseball. Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up with uh, some Dodgers Braves. We had a fun one there at the end of the uh, the end yeah. of the football day, watching Dodgers Braves with a walk off winner. There, we're also oh, gonna talk Georgia. about the Bills. Talk about the Bills and the Titans Monday Night Football preview. Can I stay hot? Nine and three. We got the one last bet pending on that game. We'll give it to you right after the break. Here it's the AM Drive presented by Fanatics on Twelve Ounce Sports. Stick and stay. Two minutes. We'll be right back. Twelve Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support Twelve Ounce Sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code One Two O Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly. Every shirt maintains its six-way stretch and breathe the Very yeah. soft. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so now, Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. 
Top-performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Stop overpaying and start playing smart. Get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Favorite college at fanatics.com. The largest assortment of officially licensed fan gear for more than 500 colleges. Every conference, every team. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. What a show we have had. And you want know an even better show? You swinging golf balls with the best balls at the lowest price that have been shipped to your door. That's right. Swing with peace of mind. You go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the Vice Golf logo. Again, your ball's overpriced. Don't complain anymore because I don't want to hear it. They've told you what to do. MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Click the Vice Golf logo and you're welcome. Any last words on Vice Golf? Great balls. Woo! Yes, I know a thing or two about great balls. Love them. Um, so, Buffalo Bills are taking on Tennessee Titans. We're going to get to the Monday Night Football game first. Um, John Gruden's Monday Night Football, that is. I've renamed it. I'm so terrible. Um, so. Screw that. Let's get the Manning brothers back. Let's go. Are they, they're not this week either, are they? No, they took like a three-week or four-week hiatus. It sucks. They're only doing eight of them, aren't they? Well, they need to do 18 of them or however many there are this year. Let's do Let's call them 18. Yeah, let's do that. The, the Brian Greasy-Lewis Riddick combo is just atrocious. I'm okay with Brian Greasy. I don't like Lewis Riddick. And I'm, that's not just me supporting John Gruden here. I'm, I'm like serious about that. They sound like the same person. I can't even tell who's talking half the time. That's true, but Greasy at least sounds a little bit more knowledgeable despite being a career Bears second stringer. Um, I don't know if that was, that was his whole career. I'm, there's no respect to him. Oh, he, had some, he had some good years in Tampa, actually. Fair enough. Speaking of um, good years in Tampa, that has nothing to do with this, but um, Buffalo Bills um, with Josh Allen and their historic defense. So why don't you put it on paper? I cannot wait for the Bills actually to feel the wrath of Derrick Henry. Well, I know this defense is, oh, yeah, we're the we're the best right now. And they're not saying that, but, you know, they're buying into the hype. So they're going here to Tennessee, sweet music city, Nashville. Oh, Tennessee's – Tennessee's just – they're on a downward spiral right now. They're swinging. It's terrible. They need some vice golf balls, if we're being honest, via MikeAndAaronDrive.com. But, Aaron, do you think the Titans are going to win this game? I think you do, right? Um. Well, Whoa. I don't necessarily know if I think they're going to win the game. Backtrack, you, why don't you? I'm not backtracking. You're, you're kind of putting words in my mouth because Ooh. of what, what I said on the NFL preview show. Um, the Titans are a work in progress. They're getting Julio back. Oh. Uh, the question really is, is his AJ, um, AJ Brown coming back is still, his status is still up in the air. Something may change between now and the start of the game. Oh, uh, playing. but uh, he played last week and it just didn't go very well. Oh, but like you said, Derek Henry, Ryan Tannehill, can I trust the Tennessee Titans defense to win them a football game? Yikes. I don't know. But I can trust I can trust their offense to keep them in a football game. That being said, the line currently is at six. I told you guys on the show this weekend I like the Tennessee Titans plus six. And yes, for a fun sweat, I will sprinkle a little bit on the money line. Does that mean that they're going to win? No, Mike. 
I will sprinkle some of the money line just in case I get a victory. Aaron so Salt Bay, I love it. There is a little bit of a difference versus assuming they're going to win and just hoping, knowing they're going to cover and hoping they win. Very big. Difference. This just makes my heart so happy. For the sake of my Colts, I hope the Titans don't win because I'll be honest, I've, the Colts look have looked the last two weeks just by blowing a lead. I'm actually, I think we can win the division now. But I'm hoping the Bills can at least win by three points. Well, this win by two or three points against this team. Give Aaron some money. Give me some pride, and I'll be okay. I like it. That's all I ask. Um. Uh, 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 oh, oh, wow. The Atlanta Braves, who saw this coming? If you said you did, you're lying. The Braves have walked off back. Did you? You said they would be up 2 nothing. Yeah, I bet them both games. Wow. Well, walk off, why don't you, man? Congratulations. This dude in his best man. He's one of those. He's one of those tears. You're on one of those tears right now. I cannot wait till you crumble down. But you're on one of those little high, well, high tears right now in gambling the world. I say you. That's rude. You should never root for somebody to to come off of a heater. That's kind of messed up. Whoa! Well, well <laughs> oh no, it's messed up. Um, so I watched the tail end of this game. Because I was like, there's no way the Braves are about to do this. And I tuned in just in time for the tying run. And then I tuned in for the smoking base hit up the middle. Holy cow, what a hit that was. Um, I didn't see the first game. But are, are Braves going to beat the Dodgers? I mean, is it is it so outrageous that they might? I mean, people, Atlanta blew a 3-1 lead last year in the COVID thing. So, I mean, it's what, it's what Atlanta sports does. Give me some hope here, man. Well, I understand that. And they can most certainly, they're going to go, um, shoot, they're going to go to uh, to L.A. for, I always forget how this, this series, uh, the, the series goes. 2-3-2 two, two for these, yeah, right? I, I, I hate 2-3-2. Two, two. I, I do, I too. I think it should be 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. Yeah, that's that's my philosophy, too. I, I think I've told you this before. If you're the home, if you have the home field advantage, Series should always go 2-2-1-1-1 because yep. if you win all of your home games, you should never trail in the series. I completely agree. So that being said, um, yeah, we get Tuesday in Los Angeles. Uh, what do we get? Wednesday. What do we get? Los Angeles as well. Game five. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting 2-3-2. Two, two. I hate that. I hate that. So that mm. being said – no, it, this this series is far from over. Three straight in Los Angeles. Los Angeles, you know, the fans are are incredible. They love their team. They're knowledgeable. This team, like I said, it's two walk off wins. It's not like Atlanta's been pummeling the Dodgers. It's two walk off wins. Kenley Jansen just threw one pitch. That was time. great. He threw that? one pitch. Um, so that being said, I, I think this series is absolutely far from over. That also being said. Uh, money's probably going to be on Los Angeles on, on Tuesday as well. In case you're trying to, to track or tail my heater. I'm telling you for sure. I'll make a bold prediction because I, I got this hit, hit with the Orioles early in the season when I said they would win one of those games, and I was right. I'll see Atlanta is up 3-2 to two going back to Atlanta for game six. That's up 3-2. Yeah, I can see. I mean, I they they got to get, they get one there. They got to get one there. I well, that's obvious. I feel like the Dodgers are, are gonna get them. I feel like Braves will go three one, and I think Dodgers will get it three two, and then Braves. I, I, I this might be a seven game series, but I'm gonna say Atlanta somehow up three to two after six 
after five. Yeah, uh, and by the way, um, the Tuesday's matchup, uh, the, this still blows my mind. The MLB screws this up so much. <laughs> Why do you have both of your games on the same night? Alternate the nights. You guys are so stupid. You could have baseball, a high-quality, must-watch game every night of the week. And I understand that they're they're backing them up. They're going to play. They're going to make this Dodgers uh, Brave series play three days in a row. Playoff baseball, three days in a row, back to back to back. This is so stupid. Well, I mean, I, I've always told people marketing in baseball is just terrible. I mean, it's like WNBA, like they had their their finals game four on a freaking a clinching game four on a Sunday. Who's watching that? Nobody. Even if you're a WNBA fan or even an NBA fan, you're not watching that game. NBA wouldn't even do that. So why would you do? Why would they do it? It makes no sense. So I agree with you. I just don't understand. Three in a row is stupid, though. That's ridiculous. That's one, two in a row is bad enough, but three in a row is just manslaughter. It should not be allowed. Uh, but I will say this: flipping over to the other series, this is a spot as a Boston fan. I'm actually happy that there's a two-three-two format because there is a chance that right. the series may not go to Houston. So it has its benefits and drawbacks. But I will say this: I hate two-three-two series. We are up 2-0, aren't we? Say that again? We are up 2-0 on the Astros, aren't we? Or is it 1-1? Uh, no, it's 1-1. Oh, that's what I forgot. They, oh, that's why they came back. Like I, I knew that. Did they come back in game two? Like They were down. Like They just hit two grand slams, I think. That was game two. Yeah, you're you're <sighs> mixing all the games. Just stop. It's killing me. Yeah, so I, I'm I, so think, mad. I think we're looking at probably – a Braves Red Sox matchup, which I can I can get down on. I live in Georgia. I'm a Red Sox fan. It would be my lifelong dream. Um, yeah, Aaron, maybe I'll actually watch a game. Right. I do want to say something though, because speaking of baseball, I know you probably saw this news. This groundbreaking news that it is. Um, the minor leagues are getting stuff paid for now by baseball. I don't know when this begins. I didn't even read the article. But no, um, I know what you're talking about. Really? Well, apparently, ba- Major League Baseball will start funding housing for minor league players beginning soon. Apparently, that's been some huge thing in baseball that I was not aware of. These guys would like share apartments with like nine dudes. Well, apparently, baseball starting this new thing where a lot of the minor league teams will be funded like housing and stuff. It's like some monumental breakthrough, is what I read. I, I mean, I, I've I've heard stories where they have to live with with like sponsor families and right, yeah, and putting you know five six guys to a to a thing. But like, you know, I I don't know. This is gonna sound like a a douchey argument or whatever. <laughs> but like, here's the situation. I understand it's a dream. It's a lifelong dream to play baseball for a living. But if it doesn't pay the bills, like like if I go to a job, if what I go the- to a job. If I go to a job, even if I like it, I can't complain that it doesn't pay the bills because I can always get another job. Can, can but, I be honest with you? I had the nerve to kind of mention that in, in our group chat, and I'll be honest, you would have thought oh, you would have thought I was I was arguing a wall. I mean, like that's what I'm telling people. Like, I first of all, I guarantee you, all 120 minor league teams do are not packing the stands. I guarantee you, not all of them are doing that. So naturally, you should not expect to make 
I mean, you have fifteen hundred to two thousand a month. I get it. Baseball is a lot of money. There's a reason they have a lot of money, though. It's because they're not paying you guys to sit around and, and, and be average at baseball. Yeah. Are you better than other people at baseball? Sure. Are you all major leaguers? Hell no. You're not. So I don't understand why we why we're paying for the select few to be really good. It seems like either raise your salaries a little bit or just it, it's a I don't like it either. I'm, I'm with you. Well, here's the kind of the last thing I'll say about this. If this if this becomes a mandatory thing, goodbye Savannah Bananas. Goodbye ri, ri, uh, nice. Trash Panning. If I'm an owner, I'm moving all of my affiliates right next to my my major league team. Goodbye making bacon. Yeah, like why would I I will build a complex. I would rather spend the money to build a complex and house my single, my double and my triple A teams. And then build. I will build them. I'll build them housing facilities right all there. Why do I have to build housing facilities? You know, in three so, different cities. Why? Why do I have to do this? for average dudes? And that's why I keep telling. Like it's average dudes. Like they're okay. They're they're above average athletes. I like you're, nobody. You're a, minor, you're a minor league ball player. Like if you're good enough, you're going to get to the bigs. I agree. I mean, other than that, you're a minor league ball player. At some point, give up. I know that sounds bad, but <laughs> if you don't like. If you don't like what your job pays, go get a new one. And by the way, aren't you the one who actually has a brother who's aspiring to do, to be a baseball player? So it's not like you're just coming from nowhere with this. Like you actually have a family member who's trying this stuff out. You right? know, what? and if you love to do this, yeah, it sucks. It really does suck. The fact that like that's life. This is what they get paid, and the conditions. I don't know if the I mean the conditions are fine. But it's a minor league. I don't like, think minor, that's minor, every minor, single city though that, that that's minor happening. League baseball, the, well, the problem is is. While Savannah might have rents that are not, you know, the, the cost of living might not be incredibly high. Right. Like there's, uh, like I think the single A or double A New York Mets affiliate plays in Brooklyn, where the rents are astronomical. So you have like San Jose team in San Jose. You have a team, you know, in, in California. Those you have, you know, you have a team here in Las Vegas. Like rents are high to live here. So that being said, like if I'm, like I said. If I'm the Kansas City Royals, my all my affiliates are going to be 15 minutes down the road. And, and they're going to be in a basically my the Kansas City Royals complex. The problem is they want free a lot of athletes are wanting free rides nowadays and like I said before, if baseball has a lot of money, there's a reason they have a lot of money. So when you're taking away from that money, I I just don't I don't like supporting I I don't and I I guarantee you it's not for all 120 teams. I guarantee you there's going to be some teams that may not get as much, but they shouldn't get as much because they're not packing stands. Like, come on. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't understand it. Like, if your issue is that you don't make enough money and you can't make the major leagues, it's time to come back down to reality. Like, no one. I don't give a damn about minor league baseball. Like, we have a minor league team here. They're 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 fun to watch. Every once in a while, we'll go over. Great logo. The Aviators. Yeah, they're fantastic. But. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, actually, I have the logo. This is their alternate logo right here. I wear the I wear that. Love it. But if they were to fold and go to Oakland tomorrow, whatever, I won't lose. You would sleep. not make the drive. Oh, no, no, I would not make the drive. I mean, it's fifteen minutes away now, and I think I've only been to like three or four of their games. So fair enough. And they're actually, I think, one of the highest-grossing AAA teams in in, in you know in in AAA. So and then are other stands always packed out though every single time? Packed, no, but I'd say there's probably 60% capacity. 
Yeah, but then again, like, like I keep like I keep bringing this up. It's like the WNBA argument. Well, we want to make you can't make the money because you're not packing. Nobody's watching you. But people are like, oh well, what? You have the, like people who don't watch sports always ask you, why do they make millions of dollars? Because my eyes are glued to that screen with average. Because they generate billions of dollars. Thank See, my, you. It's why is this now? I mean, this is the whole argument that women's soccer and the WNBA have been. Yep. Have been preaching. I can't sit here and be a hypocrite and say, well, women don't bring in the dollars, therefore they shouldn't get paid. These are men. They don't bring in the money either. Why are we why are we catering to them? I agree. I completely agree. I, I can't sit here and, and defend dudes trying to get paid when women are having the same argument and people are like, well, you just don't generate the revenue. Well, neither do they. So they no, got- I, I can't I can't be on that side. And no, I didn't see this article. I, this is just this is just all like my initial reaction to it. I'd love to read this article because I'm, I'm sure there's, you know, there's a deeper, you know, probe into this, but yeah, I mean, like I said, like how much does a Savannah banana ticket cost? <laughs> not ten, much. It's like 10 bucks. It's not because you know, they saw it every single game. I would assume. So yes. Yeah. It's like I mean, 20 ticket, bucks at most. The tickets here are like 30, 35. Some of the behind, yeah, right? home plate, behind home plates, like 60 bucks. I'm like, dude, I can go watch a professional sports franchise and sit in the outfield for 50, 60 bucks. Why would I want to go uh, watch a triple A game? I agree. So, sorry, um, you just don't you don't generate the revenue and you don't get paid like it. Hey, speaking of money, make money with Aaron at AM Drive. And me too, but AM Drive picks. Um, if you want, um, go ahead and do that. AM Drive TVs are actual socials. We got merch, Aaron. We got good merch too. AM Drive the online twenty six dollar hoodies, and it's getting cold officially. Thank God for crying that loud. $16 shirts and $13 mugs. You won't want to miss these great deals before we make it big. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> but no, we're, they're probably always going to be like that. But anyways, you know what it is. You know how to do it. Go to Android online. And remember our sponsors, MikeAndAirandDrive.com. Appreciate Vice Golf, Popple, Buttercloth, Fanatics, all kind of good people. We got some good people, man. Yeah, and if you ever forget like our sponsors or you're trying to shop and you don't remember, just remember Mike and Aaron drive.com. Everything's there. Everything you need. It's, it's just, it's hovering over my head. It's like a halo. It's right. I can't get it any closer to Mike's face. I wish I could. I just cover, cover his face. Can we tattoo your forehead with Mike and Aaron drive.com? I might get a hat. This is Mike and Aaron drive.com. I might make a custom hat. Boom. I like it. Send me one too. Sure. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up here for Monday's show. Go Titans plus six. That's my parting wow. words. Again, Mike said it already. Thanks to all the sponsors. Thank you for listening, watching, interacting with us. We greatly appreciate it. Follow us on those socials, AM Drive TV. And we will catch you guys this week coming up. Uh, are we going to be on Tuesday? I think we're going to be on Tuesday. I'm on Tuesday for sure. We are on Tuesday. We'll see you guys Tuesday. We'll recap that Bills-Titans game, and hopefully we can put a check mark. NBA so, starting and Cracker playing again. I like the cracking. The NBA (laughs) starting, uh, I don't care. So, all right, for Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch. We appreciate you guys listening. We didn't say it, but it was a 90 minute Monday, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Adios. Adios.